Yo, 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 Johnny San. What is up, my dude? And we are live. Long time no see, my friend. Oh, dude, it has been a minute. It feels <laughs> like it's been like a year or two. I know. It's really only been, what, three days? Yeah, how have you been? Chilling, dude. The uh, post-like vacation, air quotes vacation, depression, and sat in pretty hard on Monday, especially since I was at work on Labor Day. Yeah. I was sitting my there, Monday wasn't bad. I was sitting there on my desk, and I was just like, oh, man. That, that shit flew by. Like, during when you were down here for the weekend, I remember, like, specifically Friday was such a long day, and it felt, like, so long. But, like, the weekend as a whole just flew by, dude. Flies. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. You know, Monday, Monday wasn't bad for me, dude. I didn't hit too much traffic. I hit it a little bit in a couple spots, but, like, just cruising, listening to some podcasts. We'll get into them. What time um, did you end up getting home? I got home, like, 7 o'clock. Oh, that's not bad Maybe at all. Like five dude. minutes after 7. Nah. Yeah, not bad at all. Nah, I made good time. Nah. Um, but yeah, dude, just been working, chilling. Looked at a house today that I was stoked about. I was there. The The dude flipped it, and uh, he was there, like, fi- finishing it up, like, doing all the finishing touches on it. And um, he was like, yeah, he was like, every, he's like, I, 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 like, I reframed the rooms, like, everything's brand new. Like, if you had this shit gutted well enough to reframe the bedrooms, Everything has got to be brand new. And oh, it yeah. is, dude. It's like brand new floors, kitchens completely redone. Every single bedroom has brand new carpet. Everything's like freshly painted. Everything's brand new. Bathroom's How's completely it set up? redone. Uh, you walk in, it's like kitchen and then, or no, 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 living room and then like dining room, but it's all one big thing. And then like to the right, back right is the kitchen and then down the hall and then it's. On the left is a bedroom, in the back left is a bedroom, on the right, like, which is along the front of the house, is the master, and then there's one bathroom, but there's a door in the master, and there's a door in the hallway. So, like, when it's just Lex and I, we just go through the door in our bedroom, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's nice. And then, there's a basement, half-finished, that's pretty big, but it's carpet down there, and I want to put a bar down there, so I think I need to take the carpet Yeah, out. especially, dude, Even like, if you, do, if you do flood somehow, like... Having carpet down there is going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, brand new roof, brand new HVAC, brand new AC. Everything is brand new. Oh, that's nice. And then you put a, are you going to put an also, offer in? For sure. I don't know how much, though. But we'll see. Nice. Um, and then out back, there's, like, bigger than... It's like a it's like a one-car garage, almost. Like, that's about how big it is. Um but it's empty, and the guy, like, redid the inside of it. So I'm thinking about putting, like, some gym equipment out there. Because yeah, the basement's finished, but it's not it's not tall enough to put a squat rack, and I want to get a squat right. rack. Um, but I could put that outside. And then I just get a heater when I go out there, like, in the winter. Yeah, dude, that'd be nice. How's the, what's the backyard yeah. like? Uh, Small-ass deck, small deck, Um, but whatever. Then yeah. there's, like, a little concrete slab. I guess you can call it a patio, but it's more just a big concrete slab. Basketball hoop, old-school vintage hoop. It's kind of dope. One um, that you just, like, nail the to back... the side or whatever? Or is it, like, no, a No, it's not one? like that. It's, like, a real backboard, but it's, like, old-school backboard. I don't know if there's a net on the rim. It, it's, like, a white backboard, and then there's, like, a design in it with, like, it's, like, red with, like, blue stars and stuff. Um, It's old-school. It's been there for a minute. Um... And then, yeah, there's, like, that little garage back there, but then the roof kind of hangs off the side, so there's a cover, so I could probably park my lawnmower under that cover, so it's, like, un- covered, but not, like, inside. Um, Love a good covered the lawnmower, The other half dude. of the backyard is grass, and it's all fenced in. 
Oh yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah, and it's on a dead end street, so like you won't get a lot of traffic. You can be rowdy like. if you want. Yeah, but it's also right off of the main street, so it's like I can get where I need to go quick. Yeah, that's nice. Is it close to Magnolia? It's in Magnolia. Oh, nice. Yeah. We'll see. Oh yeah, dude, that's that prime. would be dope. That'd be super that is, fun. Yeah, that would be super sick. Um, so we'll see. I want to get into a little weekend recap and tell everybody what we got into this weekend. Yeah, bro. So I got down to see Johnny like early Thursday. Went to the Coastal football game. Boys got a dub. Huge dub. They're ranked number 17 in the nation in the AP poll. One dude had him ranked nine. Really? Top 10? That was their highest ranking. Yeah. Wow. I saw like the whole listing of everyone that votes in the AP. And the one dude had him nine. James Crutch, he's from Jersey. That a boy. That a boy James. Knows his shit. Yeah, dude, he knows Granted, what he's talking Granted, Cita- Citadel's not like a top tier opponent, but we put up what, 47, 48 on him? Don't know. I think we left early. Yeah, well, we definitely did leave early, but <laughs> we got Kansas this week. That'll be a good test. See yeah, hopefully we get buzzing. another dub against them. Yeah, it'd be tight. Yo, remember at the tailgate when I was like, yeah, didn't we kind of like whoop them last year? And y'all were like, nah, I think we won by like a field goal. Yeah. That happened. The score of that game was like 35 to 21. We won, or maybe it was, nah, it was 38 to 23. We won by 15. That's more than two touchdowns. That's an ass whooping. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Hey. Um, hopefully we get them again. I was going to say, let's let's run it back. Run it back, Turbo. So I actually saw somebody at um, in the concession stand. He was like the guy working, and he asked me if I bought the shirt that I was wearing th- when I was there. Yeah. Because it was a shirt that I got off Caroline. Um, and she's not going to listen to this, but I bought the shirt off Caroline, and I wore it to the game, and the kid like wanted it. He was like, oh, like, I told him that I was an alumni, and I bought it from an alumni. And he was like, oh, like, well, where can I get one? And I was just like, uh, you can't. One out of one. One of one, baby. There aren't any others. That's it. Just, just the one. Um, and he was like, "Oh, damn!" He was like, "That's kind of dope." And I was like, "Yeah, she has a bunch of other shit. If you want to buy," and I like gave her her uh, her what you call it, her website, which is itsartdaddy.com. That was actually our first paid ad. Just kidding. She didn't pay us. <laughs> she paid us in dope merch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she sent little me, um, like little a side free, note. A free little thing. Little side note. Um. Our wonderful artist Sophia has sent in our merchandise Facts. ideas for T-shirts and stuff. So, and they're fucking incredible. Like, not just saying yeah, that are. because like it's our merch. Like, came out awesome, dude. And I showed him yeah. Kenny, and he approved. And probably gonna be putting an order in pretty soon for our uh, everybody in our podcast league. So, be on the watch for that exciting shit. Our first ever merch ever. Did I say ever? Ever, ever. Ever. Did I say for, it was the first ever. ever? ever? Ever, ever. The pilot. <laughs> the pilot. Pilot merch coming soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, be on the um, lookout for that. We could get some hats, too. Dude, some hats would be tight. I was going to say that, actually. Dude, t-shirts and hats. I'll thrive off that shit. That's all I need. Yep. Until yep. we got six million monthly listeners, and maybe we'll think about doing, like, joggers or something. Or some zip-ups. Or condoms. Oh, yeah. Condoms are... I mean, can't take my word for it because I ain't gonna use them bitches. But <coughs> sorry, mom. If you're gonna, you guys should have sex safely. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Definitely. And the ro- random roommates <laughs> got you covered, this. quite literally. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> we got you covered. Uh, so then, we didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, we went back to the crib. I threw up on myself then. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get back to the crib, and Kenny's like, Hey, let's take one of these old-ass whiskey shooters. And I'm like, nah, 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 miss me with that. And then you're like, come on. And I said, all right, hand me one. So we took a shooter, started playing some chill, played a little FIFA, and then, you know. But we were playing drinking rules. Yeah, we were yeah, we were drinking a lot, low-key. Like, we yeah, had a few we were, beers we were at the down game, in beers, and then, drank a lot at the game. Yeah, and then we got home and started drinking some more, and that's just how shit goes, you know? We get together, we yeah. start playing some drinking games, and it happens. Yeah, it's all I spent, si- I spent $65 on Wendy's for that not to come until 2 o'clock in the morning. But, I was asleep. I didn't. Kenny was. That's Kenny not was. Sure I ate the next Kenny day. was asleep. Clay and I. We feasted out. Bunch of high guys. And then we woke up and <laughs> fucking the baconator was still there. <laughs> Did we? What did we play? Litchfield the first day. Yeah, we played Litchfield. Me, you, Clay, Jaker. On Friday, that was a good round. I, yeah. I feel like the first few it holes were tough. It was an okay tough. round. Yeah. I didn't even keep my score after the first nine. Yeah, that was tough. We were all hung over that morning. We had people behind us kind of bitching about our, our pace of play, but we had some old heads in front of us that were playing super slow. Yeah, they so were taking their time. Not even like we were playing slow. We were playing slow, but no. not. we couldn't go any faster. We couldn't go any faster. Right. Yeah. But then we um, started sipping on some of the beers you brought, and I think it kind of revived yeah, us. Well, we stopped at the turn, and then after the turn, I think they passed us, and maybe like a couple of them left or something. I feel like after the turn, there wasn't anybody behind us. Yeah, speaking of stopping at the turn, so we go in, we go into the little snack station to get some food in us, and there's one old dude working behind the counter, and we're like, all right, bet, like, whatever. He starts taking our order, and Kenny was grabbing us hot dogs, chili cheese dogs to be specific. So... Kenny orders mine. He's like, let me get a chili chili, chili dog. Gives me my chili dog, blah, blah, blah. While he was ordering his chili dog for me, he goes, so chili dog and no barbecue sauce? And we all just like looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck, dude? Who puts barbecue sauce on a chili cheese dog? <laughs> yeah, what? He's going to ask <laughs> he you said it, barbecue with your chili He said it as if it was like a normal thing. Like many people order barbecue sauce on their chili cheese dogs. So we were all just like looking Yo. at each other, started laughing. And we're like, no, I'm good. We're if like, y'all are getting barbecue sauce with your chili cheese dogs or your chili Stop dogs. Stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to have a conversation. I'm just kind of curious. What's yeah. it like? Is that like do a people actually like, do that, or is this guy just kind of wiling out? Off, this guy was off his rocker. He would start like an order and then stop halfway through, answer the phone, have a conversation yeah. with somebody, and then start yeah. another order without finishing the first order he started. And then the lady that was also working there came around and was like visibly annoyed by him because of the way he was doing things, and was just like, "All right, what can I get you guys?" And like took over yeah. and kind of got yeah. us all situated and stuff. But it was funny, dude. It was just like barbecue sauce on a fucking hot dog, like. Let alone a chili dog? Like, all right, maybe I see that if you just <laughs> yeah, have a normal yeah. hot dog and throw some barbecue sauce on that. Like, that's kind of weird still, but okay. Yeah, that's weird. But you start but throwing okay. chili and cheese on that shit. Like, I would expect them to be like, chili cheese dog, no onions or no peppers or nothing like that. Not barbecue sauce, bro. <laughs> <laughs> chili yeah, cheese that... dog, no mayo? <laughs> like, no, I think I'm good. Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. Thanks, though. Um, and then what did yeah. we do? Did we go to King Street? Friday oh, night. Oh, no, we went to Jake's. Oh, yeah, yeah, Friday night, so we went drove to Jake's, to Jake's house after place. that. It's got a nice little crib. I like the that setup. Was so far. Shout out Jake. 
It was far. It was a, yeah. Because he was so when we got there, Litchfield is like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes from where I live, and that's where we were staying, and like over an hour from where Jake lives. So he gets there. Actually, we got there before him, and we, we text him. We're like, Jake, where you at? And he was like, I'm on my way. It's a lot longer than I thought it would be. So we were all just like, oh, like whatever. And then we got in the car to go to his house after, and like halfway through the drive, I was just like. Holy shit, he wasn't kidding, oh, bro. This is a hike. Oh, <laughs> we were on yeah. roads I've never even seen. <laughs> but then what? Did we go to King Street after that? Yeah, so we got home, got showered up, went to King Street after. Um, yeah, I was pretty tore up at King Street, bro. Me and, yeah, shot, you... me, me and Jake took a few shots. Um, at King Street? I was pretty tore up. It, no, 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 at his place. Oh, yeah, the, the bottle of Jack or whatever. Whiskey. Yeah, out. yeah. Yeah, I yeah, remember so that. Yeah, so I was pretty tore up at King Street. Honestly, I don't even remember going to King Street. Dude, All I, I was... remember... I don't know. I don't remember anything. I kind of <laughs> remember our waitress. Do you remember what we I did after she that? Was, well, she talked to us. Is that we went to Crocodile Rocks? Yeah, we went to Croc Rocks, and you and I were both miserable. Because <laughs> we were so beaten. Hey, I had a good time. I made the you most were... of it. Bro, we, got yeah. there, we got there, and we were like, all right, this shit sucks. Like, this is booty cheeks. Like, we shouldn't have came. And then I was yeah. like, well, Kenny, you're here, and you're going to be here for at least another hour and a half, so have some fun. And then I just kind of started, the Miller started flowing, and I was singing. I was having a good time, dude. I requested a song. Bull played my song, I know, and they too. played it while we walked out. <laughs> As, yeah, you're like, yo, we're, we're dipping, and I'm like, oh, but, alright, I'm gonna just screen the lyrics then in the middle of Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows this song. Yeah. Dude, I was, like, super sober when we got there, because, like, I didn't even drink at King Street. I was just like, give me a, I was so hungry, I was like, give me a soda, and I ordered a bunch of food. My stomach was so yeah. fucking bloated, and I just felt gross. And then we got back to the house, and I tried to throw some beers back before we went, and I was just not happening. So I got there, and I was tired. Very full of food and not drunk, and I was just like, "Hmm." And then the whole time, I I was drinking there. I had probably like three or four beers there, but it like nothing would get me drunk, and I was just like, "The more I drank, uh, yeah, the no. more disgusting I felt." Um, but then what? We woke up the next day, and then we played woke Myrtle up, Wood. Went and played Myrtle Wood. Loco day, cracked the four loco at nine fifteen in the morning. Yep. Um, that round was better than the better. The, yeah. I think we all scored better that round just because I don't even know why, but we were drinking four locos, so that makes no sense. Drinking four locos, dude. Loose off the juice, baby. Loose off the juice. Uh, yeah, we played eighteen um, there. Can you got some nice hats? There, got a dog. <laughs> yeah, we stopped at the turn there, got a dog, and I was like, "Let me get a Miller." And then she was like, "Just one." And I was like, "All right, let me get two. And then she's like, "Well, if you buy five, you get the sixth one free." And I was like, "All right, let me get me six. six <laughs> and also, let me get a shooter thing. maker's mark." She got the same. She got me with the same thing, dude. I was like, "Let me just get uh, th- uh like three pack of Bud Light." And she was like, "If you buy five, you get six one free." And I was like, "All right, it was two more." <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. That's exactly what I did. And then what'd we do? Hit up the pool, Got went back home, to the crib, to the hit pool. up the pool, did some more drinking. Did some more and then drinking. Went out to Merle's. Yeah, Merle's was fun. Until Oh dude. Oh dude. <laughs> so <laughs> So first I just wanna say Clay said that there was one point where we're all just chilling, like being normal people, and then there's me by myself, like, dancing around like an asshole. <laughs> Whatever. Enjoying myself. Somebody's got to bring the energy around here. Yeah? Oh, you were bringing the energy, bro. I was very much not bringing the energy, but you you were there making up for, for the energy that was lost. 
Hey, I'll bring the energy for us both. So we're at Myrtle's probably for like three or four hours. I don't know. We got some chicken tendies and food from Tuna Shack and then went out to a few bars. Um, but then, so we get in an Uber. It's me, Kenny, and my girlfriend, Maggie. Maggie sits up front. I sit in the back with Kenny. And we were just like, it was like a dead silent ride for like the first 10 minutes. Like we were just like looking forward to getting home. I was tired and just like tensions were kind of high. And so Kenny sit in the back seat, just like doing his thing, doing his thing. The Uber driver hasn't said a word to us. And out of nowhere, Kenny just goes, yeah, I'm going to make that boy deep throat my entire cock. And I just like, I was like, like I was trying to hold it in. And the fucking Uber driver who hasn't said a word to us this whole time, just turns his head back towards Kenny and goes, What's up, bro? And Kenny goes, I said, I'm going to make that boy deep throat my entire cock. And he just, like, turned back around and didn't say a word. And I wanted to laugh so hard, bro. Like, I wanted to just bust out dying. But, like, it was just not the time you should have. Like, Yeah, I wanted to so bad, but I was in such a bad mood. And I was just like, oh, this guy probably hates us, but... It was, dude, I, it was oh, the God. funniest thing. Just, like, I wish I got that moment on film just so I could have that and just be able to go back and watch it whenever I wanted. It was so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> I, I told Lex that story last night, and I tried comparing it to when uh, that time we were coming home from somewhere, and Jake was like, guys, I love eating pussy. <laughs> yeah, and, and Lex was like, no, 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 that was, what you said was significantly worse. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because after Jake said that, we as a collective group in the car were all like, Yeah, Jake, like, you're right, you're right. After you said it, dude, not a single word was said for the rest of the ride home. <laughs> By anybody. Uh, oh, God, dude. And then I'll what? I'll tell you what. What? Lex, close your ears, but that boy deep throat my whole cock. He did that <laughs> night. Kyle, close your ears. She can't hear any of this, but it's in the air. It's in the room. Um... And then what we do? We woke up Sunday, and we didn't do shit. Of, yeah, I, dude, Sunday was a great chilled, day, low key. Like chilled, chilled all day, hard. dude. Watched the Yanks. Maggie made us some bomb ass dinner. Good looks, Maggie. I appreciate it again. Ba-ba-ba-ba. The stuffed shells were solid. No meat sauce though. Where's no meat the sauce, meat sauce Come on. Maggie. Where's, Where's the... the meat sauce? Good soup. Ooh. No meat sauce. <laughs> no meat sauce. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no meat sauce. No meat sauce in my soup, and I don't want barbecue sauce on my chili dog. No meat sauce brings all the girls to the yard. (laughs) (laughs) No meat Um, sauce. But yeah, Sunday was a good day, dude. Did some hardcore chilling, played some drinking games on Jackbox, and kind of had a nice little buzz going. Uh, Then we stayed up for the Rick and Morty episodes, which was confusing as shit, because they said it was going to be an hour long, but so I assumed it was just going to be one long episode. But it was just Too the two heavy. episodes back to back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that later. But and then yeah. we woke up Monday. I had to go to work, and Kenny took off for home. Yeah, fucking way she goes. All in all, great Labor Day weekend. That was like what the third or fourth time in a row you've come down for Labor Day. Because you came down last year when I lived in Monarch, yeah. and you came down yeah. the year before that when I lived on Beaver with Jake and Shane. Did I? Yeah. That was or did I come remember down when Memorial Day? Remember when, remember when Eminem dropped his album? Yeah. 
And it was he had the whole MGK beef oh, that was like yeah. that was well, Labor yeah, Day. But was weekend. that Labor Day or was that yeah, Memorial Day? Because he had that bar. He's like, um, when he dropped the diss next, he was like, woke up Labor Day to this, talking about MGK's diss at him. It's like I woke up Labor Day mm. to an MGK diss track towards me. Gotta wake up Labor Day to this. Some prick using my name for clickbait. Yeah, but did um, but did. MGK dropped his diss on Labor Day, because I listened to it when I was in Boston, like, a few days after Labor Day. Right. So did Eminem also drop Labor Day weekend, or did he drop Memorial the day, day after? Because I know it's come down for Memorial Day weekend. The day, well, Memorial's in May, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Labor Day is obviously Memorial Day September. weekend is, like, the start of summer, and Labor Day right. is the end of summer. The end of summer, right. Um, yeah, no, no, Eminem, really Eminem dropped his, like, two days after MGK dropped his, so it was, like, around the same time. Mmm. Mmm. Alright. Um, that's enough for the weekend. Weekend update. We gotta get a weekend update drop. Yeah. Like how SNL has. You know what, just put us on SNL instead, dude. I think that's not a bad idea. Right. I think we would be great on weekend I- update. Uh, first order of business, RIP to the Kid Mac. Yesterday three years was ago, three yesterday. Year anniversary, the day we lost a legend. Oh, RIP. I think about him every day of my life, dude. Every single day. Literally, there's not and a I'm day And I'm not even down here by. in the basement looking at this every day. Right. It's just, Mac Miller's on my mind at some point throughout each day. Yeah. It's wild. Um, do you think we'll ever get new music from him that's been unreleased, or do you think it's all just dead? Nah, I don't think so. Nah, I kind of hope not, because, you know, it's not... Like, this is the thing with, like, post-hummus... Hummus. hummus. (laughs) When you're eating hummus and people die... (laughs) (laughs) When you're eating hummus and then afterwards you drop some music... It's just just not the same, bud. I like my shit pre-hummus. Yeah, drop Um, and then eat your hummus. Yeah. But when some when an artist dies and then like a bunch of music gets released on his behalf, it's never the same. You can there's always just like you can tell like it was either unfinished or unintended to be dropped or somebody yeah. just did this for like some a quick money grab, which pisses me off. Um, a lot with Pop Smoke, I feel like that happens. But also like I yeah, kind of get too. he was younger and didn't have a deep catalog, so it's just like why would we not want to listen to all the music that he intended? But like with Mac. He has. He probably had a bunch of songs. He's like just sitting on. He's like, I'm not going to release any of this. This is just music that I've made. Right. That's true. And Mac um, was like, he ranged so many different kind of genres and shit. Yeah. And his yeah, his discography is huge. So yeah, all right. The next boy. thing I want to talk to you about is uh, my new Twitter Avi. Oh yeah, what did, I saw like what you said in the doc about Steph Curry, but I didn't know any of that shit. Yeah. So Steph Curry bought an NFT for 55 Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency if you don't know what Ethereum is. And 55 Ethereum coins? Them. Yes. So that's Worth like, holy shit, that's grand. like 180, yeah, dude, I was going to say, that's a shit ton. Yeah. Um, and it was just like an NFT of that monkey dude. So I was like, word, I'm going to screenshot it. Now I have the NFT of the monkey dude. Is like, that why you? Point? I was gonna say, is that why just, you just see, uh, were just like, to see, is this like, legal? The... Yeah, 
Because he bought it as an NFT, and I just took a screenshot of it. But what, is is what I did illegal? I don't know. No, he just owns that now. So if he saw you right. using it, he could be like, "Fuck you, that's mine," and sue you. But I doubt he's gonna see it. Like, you know what I mean? There's gonna be so Bro, many people using that now. Huh? Yeah, but we're gonna be the only famous ones using it. Right, but by the time we're famous, are you still gonna have it? Next probably, because yeah, you never change your shit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, dude, I saw that Kobe little died. monkey. I saw that, yeah, I was gonna say that. I saw that little monkey picture on my Twitter feed, and I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I saw your name, and I was like, huh? So I clicked on your profile, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he did it. <laughs> he done did the thing. He done He done did the thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's for, it's for science, you know? I think that's, I what, like your third ever profile picture? Because you had this one, the Kobe one, and then before that it was just, like, the picture of you. Right? I don't even remember. I think it was like a picture of you in a suit or some shit. Me in a soup? Good soup. Good good soup. (laughs) That needs to be that needs to be on our soundboard, dude. (laughs) Good soup. Good suit. (laughs) Oh man. So uh what what else we got on this document documentation? Uh we got the Yanks up. Oh, wait, I can't even say that. How dare you say their name in vain? Bro, they didn't like that, though. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. So, first off, I want to start with congratulations to the man himself. Yep. Derek Jeter yep. inducted into the Hall of Fame today. Um, yep. I actually cried at work today, like watching all the shit on Twitter. Like I was like got yeah. on, and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to watch. So let me just follow along. And I watched like a video of like all of his career like moments. It was like two minutes long, and it was like somebody narrating behind it, and just like, oh my god, the tears were flowing, dude. Yeah. And then three hours yeah. went by when he was actually getting inducted, and it was an interview with him. And someone, and he was just talking about, like, his mentality of his whole career, how he's, like, every year is a failed year. Like, I won the World Series my first year, so every year we didn't win the World Series after that just felt like a failure. And he's, like, that's what makes that's what makes you great. It's, like, none of these, like, personal statistics or anything. He's, like, if you win consistently, that's what makes people great. And I was, like, dude, that is, like, that is the fucking uh, mindset that athletes or anybody should have, like, None yeah. of it's like, oh, well, we made the World Series or we made the playoffs. It's like, dude, that's not, like, cool. That's not the ultimate goal, though. It's like, when you have a mentality of I want to win every single year and if I don't win, it's a failure and you're just, like, back on your grind for as long as he played, dude. Yeah. Like, right there alone is why he was my favorite baseball player of all time. Yep. Um, so congrats to the kid. It's weird. It's almost like my childhood has, like, completely finished now because I grew up literally yeah. watching him my entire life. Like, he he won his rookie year, the, literally almost to the day I was born, finished his career the year I graduated, like, a month and a half after the year I graduated high school, and then got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I'm just, like, really happy to finally see, like, I can go to Cooperstown now and see, like, a whole Derek Jeter plaque and exhibit and stuff. Really fucking cool. Yeah. Um. So, congrats to that, man. On the other side of Yankees El Capitan, kudos. El Capitan. Maybe Aaron Judge is the next captain. Wouldn't be upset about that because he's kind of got the same mindset and, like, look out on things as Derek Jeter and, you know, he's a fucking stud. Um, Outlook, Johnny. It's an outlook on things. What did I say? Look out. 
<laughs> He's on the perch looking out over the sniper scope. <laughs> uh, you guy, you fuckers know what I mean. Yeah, right? Sarge, we gotta win the World Series every year or else it's a failure. <laughs> yep. Just got snipers in the third deck. Um, but on the other side of Yankees world, dude, not great. We're 2-8 and eight since Cole the hurt? winning streak. Cole, Garrett Cole, like, fucked up his hamstring last night. He's hoping to need a few days. Hopefully he only misses one start and he's back. Because we can't, right now, dude, we cannot afford. He's the only thing keeping us, like, a, our head above water. Like, every time he, he starts, we win the game. Except for last night, obviously. But he only threw four innings. Because he, he literally signaled to the dugout. He's like, yo, I can't do this. Pull me out. Which is yeah. not like him at all. He's usually barking yeah. at Boone to keep like let him keep playing. Let, let him um, pitch. Joey Gallo and Glaber Torres got benched. Uh, Joey Gallo strikes out way more than I could ever imagine. But on the same time, he has like the most walks in MLB, so he's on base pretty often. It's just so frustrating when you have DJ LeMay, who's shitting the bed this year, batting leadoff, and then Joey Gallo strikes out. So there's two outs automatically by the time Judge and Stanton get up to plate, up to the plate. Um, so I kind of hope, and also do the thing with Glaber, he's so young, he should be a superstar, but like, I feel like he's too comfortable with his job. Like he is very much on the hot seat and I don't think he realizes it. Like with the amount of shortstops that are going to be in free agency this year, the Yanks are going to have some money to spend. Um, if they do decide Yanks to are going to bring back Didi. I, you know me. I'm the biggest DD fan there is. I would love to see DD back in pinstripes, but I think they go after somebody like Trevor Story. Or we have this dude, um, Velasquez, who's like an absolute out-of-nowhere stud, Bronx boy, like homegrown man, like just at playing out of his mind when he's on the field, stealing bases, dude, getting base hits, and that's the type of baseball the Yankees need because we have way too many guys who would see their home run or bust. So it'd be nice to have some guys get yeah. on base and play in just, like, baseball, man. Like, you don't have to swing for the fences every time. Just do your job and things will happen. Um, but we're playing the Jays tonight. They've beat us two games so far in the four-game series. Not too optimistic about it. Uh, we're on, like, a 20-game stretch right now to end the season with no days off. So that's tough. Our bullpen is going to be pretty beat. But... Hey man, if we make it out alive, and I'm I'm completely off chasing the Rays. Like the Rays are too good of a baseball team. We're not catching the Rays. I know yeah. it's like I should have said this weeks ago, but the Rays are just too good of a baseball team in the regular season. Who knows? Like if we play them in the playoffs, I'll be way more confident than I am right now because I feel like we'll have a full staff. Everybody will be healthy by then. Um, we just gotta play baseball, dude. That's all we gotta do. Win some games and don't choke. Just get that wild card spot. Hopefully it's at the stadium. But the Blue Jays and the Mariners are on our ass, dude, with the fucking Red Sox right behind us. They're, I think we're half a game up on the Sox right now. Blue Jays are two games back from them. Um, but who knows? Interesting times. Got to get Garrett Cole healthy. Got to get Garrett Cole healthy. I'm sure he's going to be he's, fine. If dude. he's not healthy, you're not doing. you're not going far enough in the playoffs. If if he's not healthy, I don't think we win the wild card game. Simple as that, you, dude. Yeah, you could. We, I mean, you we could. could. We might squeak out a win, but like we don't have another pitcher who's like gonna step up and just win us the game. Garrett Cole goes right. on the mound, and it's like you almost expect to win the game a hundred percent of the time. When he gives up runs, it's like what that doesn't happen. It's like that. It's right. like actually that crazy to see him give up runs because he does it so 
rarely. Like, it's just, he's an anomaly of a baseball pitcher, dude. It blows my mind. Is he even really nice like that, though? He's going to win the Cy Young this year. Mm-hmm. He's got... Oh, we're talking about the fightings here. The fightings! Yeah, we're talking about the fightings and the NL Cy Young. Zach Wheeler. <laughs> nah, he yeah, probably won't win it. <laughs> no, dude. He probably won't win it. I mean, is he's he had even, a hell of a season. Is he? He's probably, like, a nominee. I bet you he's, like, top five. Yeah, he's got to be a nominee. I don't even... But, I can't even tell you who else it is now that DeGrom's yeah, out. I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, Philly's sitting two and a half back, dude. Oh, so it's funny. You Remember the other day you were like, dude, the Brewers are, like, a legit squad. Like, they're kind of nice. Yeah. The Phillies waxed them Monday on my drive home 12 nothing. And I was like, that's cool. A good, that's a good sign, dude. And I literally was just like, ha-ha, like that's, like, that's funny. Johnny was saying they're, like, a legit team, and, like, we just whooped up on them. Um, last night they beat us 10 nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you got another one tonight against them, or what? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Oh. Unless that was, like, the back end of the series. I know I know. I got this Bryce Harper jersey on, but, like, season's over. <laughs> no, season is not over, dude. You're only two and a half back. Yeah, you keep telling me that. And I just keep <laughs> saying, haha, you're funny. The Braves went on a skid, dude. Season's not over. You still got, like, 25 games left. They lose three or four in a row, and you guys win a few games. Like, it's going to come down to the wire. Yeah, we'll see. We shall. If we, get, if we got what it takes. We shall definitely see. That is something that will for sure happen. I'll tell you what. If we win the NL or the World Series, Daddy's getting paid. I put some <laughs> preseason you... bets in on us to win the NL and for us to win the World Series. How much did you put down? 10 bucks to win the NL and 20 on the World Series. So you're going to be making some kashish, dude. You're getting paid, paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, except they're not making it. So no, but don't matter. That was like uh, I was playing. I was playing FIFA uh, clubs last night with Bond and like a bunch of like our friends, like Journey and all them. And it was the Yanks game came on, and it was top of the first. And Garrett Cole struck out the first guy, and I was like, "Yo, should I put money on a perfect game right now for Cole?" And he was like, Bond was like laughing. He was like, "Could you imagine?" I was like, "I couldn't if I wanted to because I live in South Carolina, but I'm calling it right now. He's gonna throw a throw a perfect game." Literally, like yeah, the right. next batter, he hits a double, and I was like, "Well, perfect game's out of the, perfect game's out of the picture." There goes that. Yeah, good thing I didn't uh, throw a dollar down. All right, next thing we got to talk about is what U.S. Men's Team World Cup qualifiers, dude. So uh, disappointing. Very we draw disappointing. El Salvador zero zero, and then we draw Canada one one. That shit was whack. We turned on the Canada game. We got Honduras um, right after we scored at ten thirty. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'll have to watch that. But we That's still have good. 12 games left. 11 after tonight. Right. I'm not worried. I'm Honey not games, worried, but, but like, it's dude, like, you gotta win And, like, El Salvador's dude. gotta be a win. Like, Canada's one of, like, the bigger teams in the CONCACAF, so, like, okay, draw against them isn't the end of the world, but, like, gotta El beat Salvador, El Salvador. You gotta and, beat honestly, them. you gotta beat Canada, and you gotta win your games at home. Yeah. And these just, are home I games that like we didn't win, like, so... And we had our solid... We had our A squad out there, dude. We had all the boys buzzing. Except for McKinney. He didn't come yeah. back for it. Yeah. But those are games you got to win um, fairly yeah. easily, I think, with the talent that we but have. But, yeah, um, Brendan Aronson looked great, dude. Yeah. He had the goal, this the game opener for, he, for us. Um, and then he had that beautiful through ball, dude. That, that yeah, pass was so sexy. Side. Yeah, um, Split two or three They called it back for a knucklehead foul. But, uh, 
boy was in on goal because of that ball, and it was beautiful. Love to see that. Dude, it just sucks because we have the talent. I feel like it's just a matter of... Like, I feel like United States soccer has this wall that we can't get past that most, like, obviously, like, European teams and stuff of just, like, quality of football. You know what I mean? Like, we're always, like, not holding possession well. Like, we don't know how to move the ball against better teams. It's all just, like, through balls over the top or finding our guys out wide yeah. and hoping that we make something. We don't have any, like, solid yeah. buildup. Like, it's never, like seven or eight passes through the midfield to finally, like, see an opening and have, like, a nice, easy yeah. goal. It's always just, like, cross it in, hopefully someone gets their head on it, throw a ball over the top and try and beat them in a foot race. Like, it's never just, like, quality, solid, hold possession, pass the ball around, wait for your time to, to shoot and finish. Like, I just, it's every time I watch a U.S. soccer game, it's like that. Maybe we need a new coach. We've tried that so many times. Dude, we've tried, like, 15 fucking coaches, dude. It's getting yeah. old. Yeah, it's getting old. And it's just like, why? It's, I just don't understand why we're not good. I know, and it's annoying. And that's the thing, like, people have been telling me, um, like, yo, like, we're going to be good, we're going to be good. And I'm just like, yeah, well. How long we got to wait? We haven't been. And we've been saying that we're going to be good, and we've been saying we have a good-looking team. And, like, for sure, this is the best team that we've had in a long time. But, like, there's just some kind of stink about U.S. men's soccer and, like, we don't get results. Like, we have good talent, don't get results, and it's just like... And it's been like that since I could remember, dude. Since I've been alive. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, play down to your competition. Like, they come here and they're playing They're playing down to these to these teams. I mean, CONCACAF's tough. Like, all World Cup qualifiers are tough. Right. You know, like, that's when you're going to get everybody's best shot. Like, those are going to be the scrappiest games. Especially in CONCACAF, where every team has a legitimate chance to make the World Cup. Yeah, every team is... Fighting tooth and nail for that spot, dude. And it's like, there's not right. one team. I feel like that one team should be us or Mexico, but there's not one team that's like, all right, they're an easy shooting. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I'm pretty, I'm like, I feel like anybody can win it. Like, all those Central American teams are nice. Right. It's just frustrating. Um, we'll see what we depends, can do like, against Honduras can get tonight. hot, and any of them can, like, can, like, win. Like, in a, like, Costa Rica went on a little streak, but they got a good squad, like. Right. Yeah, Costa Rica does have a nice little squad, dude. Yeah. We'll see what we can do tonight. My my feelings may change depending on tonight's result. Yeah. Alright. You want to get into some of the shit that I listened to on the the ride home? Yeah, let's hear it. So I listened to uh, on the indicator from Planet Money. It's this podcast I used to listen to in college. I go back to it sometimes. They just had, like, a water week, so a whole week about, like, water in the world. Moral of the story, we don't have enough. Um, like, the whole west of America is, like, in a mega drought. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's been like that for years, too. It has, yeah, since 2000 or 2001. There's, it's been in a drought there, and, like, they have the, the water supposed to be, like, split up to, like, oh, like, this tribe gets a certain amount, and this tribe gets a certain amount, and, like, this community gets a certain amount, and, like, this community gets a certain amount. But, like... There's just not enough to go around anymore because the rain's not coming. Um, but then there's another episode they were talking about doing like water markets and they do water markets in Australia because Australia got gnarly drought too. Um, and they're like stock markets or like crypto markets where like you can just buy or sell water. Um, I think you can buy or sell like megaliters or something like that, right? Um, so they're saying like if you're a farmer, right, 
you can grow some of this crop and use this water and make X amount, or you can sell it and make more and just say, fuck it, I'm not growing anything this year, I'm just going to sell right. this water. But I feel like it doesn't work that well because farmers don't think like that, you know what I mean? Right, because they're, um, like, they're like, this is my crop, they don't this think is what like I'm money off of. Yeah. Right, right. It's like, I'm going to grow this um, food and make money off this because it's what I do. But they were interviewing a farmer from there, and she's like, dude, sometimes the prices are just way too high, and, like, we just can't get water. Um, so we figure out something else to do. Like, we just figure it out. But, um, like, sometimes we can't grow, like, everything that we want to grow. Um, and I was like, damn, yeah, that's tough. But there was, like, talk about doing it in America, which I think would be dude, wild. That would be wild. But, dude, you know we're fucked when, you know, it's one thing not having oil. Or all these things, because it's like, oh, what do we do if you can't drive cars? Like, we need water to fucking live, dude. And that's yeah. the shit that's like, like, people see that, and they're just like, oh, we're running out of water, whatever, and just don't think about it. It's like, I feel like not yeah. enough world politicians are taking into consideration, like, how badly we're fucking our planet up. And it's like, dude, you guys are all, except for like a handful like, 75 and older, none of you are going to be alive in the next 20 years, and you're just going to leave us all absolutely fucked. Like, why is nobody yeah. taking action? And I get it, like, some people are, like, there's some politicians that are pushing for it, blah, 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 but it's like, it shouldn't be looked at as, like, a left or right issue, it should be looked at as a world issue, dude, because it's like, yeah, if you believe in climate change and... Like not fucking up the world and stuff. They're like they j like it just comes down to oh you're you uh, you're living right. They're like oh that's a liberal idea. You're so liberal. Blah blah blah. Like nothing gets nothing gets done about it. Like how if I just don't living past twenty fifty, dude. And it's so scary because that's literally like so close. Like it's twenty five years away basically. And okay, let's say it's thirty. What's five I'll be years? Like, we're, and I'll be yeah. We're gonna be fucked. We're gonna have fight. families and kids I'll and stuff. I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> the fightings, <laughs> the fightings aren't just gonna be the Phillies at that point. It's gonna be all of humanity. Wait, everybody. <laughs> yeah, because we're all gonna be fighting for our fucking lives. And if we somehow don't like fuck our world up by war by then, like we're gonna have. You're already starting to see it. We're gonna have the gnarliest storms. We're gonna have no water. The icebergs are going to be melted, so all the fucking water in the ocean is just gonna rise and flood everything. Uh, we're but it's obviously... crazy because at the same time there's droughts. It's like more water but droughts. Right. And I don't understand how we don't have water when 75% of the planet is... This is going to sound dumb. I'm not a scientist. But, like, how do we not have a way where we can, like, make salt water, regular water, at high volumes? Like, I know there's ways to do it, but, like, why are we just not doing that? Or at least why am I not aware of that? Like, there's got to be, like, a water plant or a water company or whatever that their main mission and goal is to take salt water out of the ocean and make it pure enough for people to drink or people to use to bathe or to cook with like the icebergs are going to be melting anyways there's going to be hella water available there's got to be yeah. a way there's got to be a way dude. yeah and i feel like if we do that we'll be taking water out of the oceans which We'll kind of even out the icebergs melting, so we won't flood ourselves like crazy if there's that much room. But I feel like it's also, like, at such a high volume amount of water, like, it's not going to make a difference. I don't know, dude. Right. I, like I said, I don't, I don't have the answers, but I'm aware of the problem. The problem is a, a large one. The problem is a large one. And that's something also um, that, like... Also, I, a lot of it has to do... It's a lot of the corporations that are, like, causing a lot of it, too, and, like... 
They're not going to change. They're just going to hurt their bottom line. I saw line. this one. I saw this one. I forget what type of farm it was. I think it might have been like a, a a meat farm, like with cows and stuff. And I saw that these top six meat farms are emitting more green gases than some of these big corporations. Or like yeah, because some, no, it, it was bigger than some methane. cities. It wasn't corporations. It was bigger than some cities, yeah. dude. Like L.A., New York, and stuff like that. Yeah. That's because the cow shit methane, and the methane is way more harmful than CO2. It's like a way more powerful greenhouse gas. Right, and we're mass-producing all these cows that are just going to keep shitting yeah. more methane the more we yeah. pump them up with these hormones. But did hormones. you know, did you know, if you feed the cows a little bit of seaweed, it, like, either drastically reduces or, like, completely eliminates the effect that it had, like, the greenhouse gases. So why are but we farmers not going to pay Because farmers don't want to pay more to put a little bit of seaweed in with their hay. So, well, I guess it comes down to, like, the abundance of seaweed is, that's on the earth, and that might start fucking up, like, the ecosystem in the oceans if we use all that, but at the same yeah, time... Yeah, that's true, too. That's true, Someone's got to make seaweed not expensive, somehow. Like, it's for the sake of saving the fucking planet. Can you not have to... You don't have to profit on everything. It pisses me off, dude. I feel like everything comes yeah, down... But- and, like, people... If people listen to this, they're gonna be like, oh, you're just, like... But, like, capitalism pisses me off, dude. And the people that think it's so great... Like, I get it has its perks, but, like, I feel like everything we do is just for... Like, the reason that we do it is for making a profit. And it's like, you shouldn't live life like that, dude. Like, not everything is business. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to survive as a species, there are things that we're going to have to do that aren't based off of making money. Like, saving the planet. Yeah. We can spend trillions of dollars on war, but we can't spend trillions of dollars on literally saving where we live. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. And to, like, kind of add on to that point, we are, like, I saw, I heard this on a Joe Rogan episode, but he was like, dude, we're literally just, like, communities, like, we need to reach a next level of consciousness to, I feel like, like, be all on kind of the same page about that, because we're literally all just, like, think of the globe and where everybody is on the globe, each person, or, like, community or religion is just literally a bunch of monkeys aiming guns at each other like being territorial monkeys and i was like dude yeah that's all people care about and it's like we need to get past that yeah like i get like i get like having your own government stuff and all this stuff but like we're not going to be able to agree on anything get anything done as long until we start looking at the entire population as one species one race like we're all humans like well i'll tell you something the current political system is not going to get it done no, it's not. Because the way, and- the way that you, like, rise to power and stuff like that, and the way that you have to, like, work through, even, like, at the local and the state level, it's all fucking corrupt, dude. It's all about who you know, and it's all just a little bit of greed here. Oh, look, I'll get you back over here. Like, it's it's all fucked. And you're not gonna, you're not gonna make any real progress in the world with the way our political system's set up. And it's terrifying, dude, because, no, like, I feel like it's not gonna be realized until it's too late. You know what I mean? Like, we're either going to fall as a society and our planet is going to be fucked, or we're going to hit that next stage of consciousness and enlightenment and be like, all right, not everything is about, like, greed and money and, like, living for yourself. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. I think we're all dead first. I think so, too, and I think... Isn't this this... a great comedy podcast? Ha ha. Uh, I wish we had a quick little laugh track we could play. <laughs> I can find um, this one. I think we got one in there somewhere. 
All right, pipe down, pipe down. We're not that funny. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you, though. Appreciate you, though. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, dude, so this is kind of, like, adding on to that, but, like, I feel like this has definitely happened before in, like, the history of human beings. Like, I feel like we got to a level of, like, consciousness and, like, as a society as, like, a whole, like, to this level where we were just, like, doing something so much that caused us to get wiped out and then everything just restarted. Like, it's just kind of, like, a cycle of life and death of humans and we haven't, like, figured out how to get to that next level. Because there's, like... Well, let's get there. Dude, there's, like, a lot of science and research and, like, factual things based on humans existing way before we thought we were, like, a society of yeah. people. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, dude, that makes so much sense. Like, we're just at the end point right now where we either need to figure shit out and, like, move on to that next step or we're going to get wiped out. And then everything's just going to restart. And our history is going to be lost and we're just going to be fucked until the next set of beings, whether they're human beings or some other, like, fully conscious, like, living thing, gets to where we're at now. And it's and goes no back to that up. old saying, like, history repeats itself, but, like, on a huge global, like, universal scale. Yeah, dude. These are the things that keep me up at night. <laughs> I just think it's kind of crazy how, like, we like have evolved right like we evolved to be so smart and like resourceful and right. we've just became a bunch of lazy dickheads and greedy yeah. dickheads and like yep. if we use imagine if like from like the start of man imagine if we use all of our technology for good things only like if imagine if all people were good people and like had genuine intentions Dude, we would be so far advanced as a civilization, like, I, we couldn't even comprehend Crazy, it. Crazy, dude. If, and like, could you, greed wasn't a thing. Could you imagine if, like, technology and, like, the internet and stuff like that we have now was around, like, even just 200 years ago? Like, we would be, right now, you and I would be probably not even human beings. That's how advanced we would be. I don't think I want to be that advanced. I fuck with being a human being. I mean, yeah, but you wouldn't know what it was like to be human. Human being. <laughs> yeah, your facts. Right. Um, like. Well, speaking of getting up to that that next level, let's hit on the next thing that I was that I listened to on on my podcast on the way home. All right. So I listened to uh, Rick Doblin on Joe Rogan. Was that the psychedelics like, guy? Yeah, yeah. He's like a psychedelic suit. He started this institution. Um. So basically, he's he's all about doing MDMA, MDMA, which is a type of psychedelic with therapy. Um, Isn't that and Molly? Specifically, uh, no, I think it's more like ecstasy. Oh, I think you're um, right. But he's all about doing it with specifically with people that have PTSD, right? He's like, right. This, this, like doing MDMA will help you have experiences that will kind of like. Doesn't it like reset heal. your brain? Kind of. I mean, I just think like like every time like every time we've done psychedelics, we've had a similar experience of like connectivity to all the people, and like it's like a. I just feel like it's a very surreal experience, and like I could totally understand like like just looking at. So there's a one story of this guy that he that he knew, and he said that when he did MDMA with his therapy, he like when he did the MDMA, he had this experience where he like all of his friends that had passed away 
that he knew, like, because he had, like, survivor syndrome or survivor's guilt or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. So all of his friends had to pass away. They were like, dude, like, we, it's not your fault that we died and you didn't, right? Like, and you moping around and, like, not being happy and not living your life to the fullest is, like, it's not doing us any good. So, like, live your best life, like, in our honor. And then he was like, then I just started, like, I did that and, like, I thought about it for a while and I sat on it and, like, it it really, like, resonated with me and, like, changed my whole outlook on life and the whole outlook on my experience, um, like, in the in the Army. And he was like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm good. He was in, like, the test, one of, like, the, uh, I don't know, they're like a test zone. They're, like, one of the phases um, to get FDA approval. And, um... He was he was supposed to do it for a bunch of times. He did one session, had that experience, and he had like terrible PTSD before that. Did it did it once, had that experience, and was like, "I'm good, actually. Like, I'm I'm gonna hop out of here." And they're like, "All right, like, yeah, like it's completely voluntary. Like, you don't have to like follow through because you're supposed to do three MDMA sessions like spread out." Um, and so they're like, "Yeah, like, that's cool." Um, you think? Why it can you just like fill out this form before you go? Like you don't have to, if you don't want, but you can fill out like this closing form or maybe he did it like 12 months after. And he was like, yeah, no, haven't, haven't had PTSD since. Um, like this is dope. I think he did ask for, he was like, Oh, like, can I do like one more? Cause like, he probably was like, Oh, like maybe there's a few other things. And maybe if I would have followed through maybe I would have kind of uncovered some other things in my past that were like unconsciously like in my brain. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and they're like, nah, like, you kind of dropped out, so we can't just give you some drugs, but uh, <laughs> we, we're glad it worked. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> sure you won't have trouble. Streets like, or something. Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm sure it's not hard to get. But, um, yeah, dude, um, that's crazy with, like, psychedelics. It's not, it's not a thing that, like, you know, with, like, nicotine or even weed where you, like, have to keep doing. Like, you do it once and you're just, like... Yes, yes, it's yes. Not, That's one of the points like I wanted an, to make. Right. It's not like a crazy, like, so, addictive... No, those I mean, I things guess it is the song, are... But... They, they just kind of numb the pain temporarily, right? Right. Like, pills that you get for PTSD and stuff, they just kind of numb the pain temporarily. But when you do a psychedelic and, like, you have these kind of experiences, it unroots it, re- it literally from the rewires problem. Like, your it, brain. It, right. It releases, it releases, like, the demons that are in your brain that are causing these problems, right? Like, it heals you instead of just numbing you for a little bit, instead of just treating your symptoms every single day with all the side effects. It right. heals what's wrong with you and what's really, like, the deep-rooted issue. Right. And that's, like, a, uh, so, like, that whole point right there is exactly why they're not legal, like, in the United States, because... You're not going to. They're working on it. They're so close. Right. So close to FDA approval. It should have had FDA approval back in like the '60s, dude. Like, yeah. If we had all this available for drugs and all the bad stuff, right? Nobody would be paying thousands of dollars a year for pharmaceutical drugs that work for 12 hours at a time when you can take a psychedelic one time and you're good for however long. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, so they just finished, I think, their phase three, um, and the, their, like, statistics were, so they did, like, people that basically did, like, low, or no MDMA, it was just, like, a, just therapy, and they did, like, a low dose and then a high dose, maybe a medium, too, um, just to see, and, like, the people that did just therapy, 
32% of them saw, like, improvements to where they had no PTSD, which is good in and, it's, in and of itself. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's, good. Yeah. Um, and, like, How many and people also did he they said do, that they you know? targeted, a bu- I think, like, 70 or something like that. Okay. Um, and then he said he said that they tried to find, like, people with, like, very severe PTSD and even people that had, um, like, contemplated suicide. He's like, yeah, like, bring them on. We're good. Like, give us the worst of the worst. Like, um, so then what the people that did have, did take MDMA, they saw, and they also did the therapy, 68% of them had no PTSD at all after three sessions. But he said a lot of them were like, oh, I've seen, I've seen like very big improvements. Um, and like, I think maybe like one or two more sessions and I would be good. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like it didn't not work for anybody. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um and but there were people that are like like they have to say like oh it's a side effect like somebody had like suicidal thoughts when they were like doing the MDMA, but they they'd had suicidal thoughts like previously before that. So that was like part of their experience. They were like, "Yeah, like I had suicidal thoughts, but MDMA it, it doesn't hit the thing in your brain that triggers fear." So like when bad things or like bad memories come up, you don't get scared and you're able to like process them without being scared. Um, analyze like it doesn't them. let you get. Yeah. Um, so they were like, no, like I definitely had like suicidal thoughts. Like I was thinking about suicide or I was thinking about like the time that I thought about committing suicide. Right. Um, or the time that I tried and failed and like, that still haunts me. Like, um, and they were like, but I feel better after doing it. Um, it was just something that happened while I was, while I was in there. Um, but like they felt better about like it overall, and I'm like, it's right. Kind of and all it, when you think about it, dude, if you're trying, if you're trying to like help somebody that has stuff like that, like PTSD and stuff, that's what that like that drug does. It brings that, so you have to not confront it, but it like think about it. So it's like, how can I think about this in a different way? And that's what the drug does. It like rewires you to think about. It this, does it for you. Your issue, right? It's not like you're you're not so going to think about. They're the trying shit to get that, um. They're trying to get European approval too. But they don't have to do phase one or phase two, only phase three. And uh, the European Union was like, all right, well, let's do it. Let's start on phase three. And if you can, we'd like really like for you to try this with like refugees and immigrants that have really bad trauma. And they're like, we could try. All right. Send them our way. Yeah. So they're trying to go like global quick with this, which would be super dope. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. The faster that people can get their help that they need. I think the better the world will be. Yeah. Especially like, when you get into the... it with, uh, go ahead. They're talking about doing it with like in inmates. Like when they get out of jail, like give them some MDMA. Cause most of them just have like deep rooted shit. That's been fucking them up since they were a kid. I was going to say that dude, like look at all like the school shooters and the people that shoot up like public places. Like they're all mentally broken. Like I get like, you know, the whole gun issue, like, Maybe we should have less guns, but it's never really the gun that decides to kill somebody. It's the person. Like, if you really wanted to kill somebody, there are other ways you could do it with a gun. It's just the access of guns that we have. Um, yeah. But if you're not mentally fucked up, then you're probably not going to go shoot up a theater of people or a school of kids. You know what I mean? Well, now you're talking. Right. Um, but one more thing before we hop off this story. Um... There is a side effect of psychedelics, and it makes new neuro connections in your brain, which I guess, like, there's different parts of your brain, and they're connected 
right. with little fucking wires or something. I don't know. And uh, so they create new ones. They don't just like take the ones that you have and switch them around. They literally grow new ones. And they're trying to use this a lot in people that have TBI or traumatic brain injury. And I'm like, dude, like, I've had my fair share of head injuries. I probably have CTE. Like, my brain's not 100% for sure. So I was like, yo, that sounds fire flame. So if I could figure out what it is in the psychedelic that triggers that reaction to, like, create new neuro connections, put that into some kind of a medicine form, and it would be something you could take daily without the psychedelic side effect, that would be dope. That would be fucking awesome. I was like, like, that's that's literally how you fix the sport of football. (laughs) Yeah, take these pills every day. (laughs) Yeah, and then that would be a perfect athlete pill. Right. Yeah, it would. You're always just going to be fixed. Wow. (laughs) That's one way to look at it. Breaking science on this podcast, dude. Yeah, that's what we do for the people. I think we just figured it out. (laughs) Um. So I got one more story for you, but this one's going to be long as fuck. All right. Um, so I listened to this one. He had Yan, Yan, Yan May, Yan May, Yan May Park. Um, Nah, Yan May Park. She's from, she was born in North Korea and she lived there until she was 13 and then she escaped with her mom. Um, okay. so first she talks about like what it was like living there. And basically, she said, like, it is the worst thing ever. Like, there's, like, the elite elite that are getting fat and fucking around. And then also, like, the army that's, like, basically doing all the bad things in the in the country. And right. then there's everybody else. And they don't care about them. The government doesn't feed them. None of them have food. She eats she goes like she walks around and she finds what grass she can find and flowers and she eats that and sometimes she gets lucky and she finds a grasshopper and that's like her be- that's like the best source of protein is grasshopper what um, the fuck she's like every day we just walk around and look for food she's like i never knew what the word fool meant like it, how could i be fool i like that's not it's not possible to be fool so that's not even a word like we don't have that word um and she was like, dude, it was just crazy living there. Like, she was like, one time I was walking down the river and I saw a boy, like, on the other side of the river with his, like, guts, like, pouring out the side of his back. He was like, she was like, and it, it didn't phase me. She was like, I see dead people in the streets every single day, like, a lot of them. She was like, and I saw this. She was like, I look back on it and I think about how I literally felt nothing when I saw a little boy with his guts just hanging out the side, like, screaming for help and asking for food. And she was like, yeah, I didn't feel anything. Um, that's wild. That's, and the government, they don't give a fuck. They literally are, they literally said, like, we don't care. We're going to wait until 90% of our citizens die. And when there's 10% left, then we'll, we'll start giving them food. You know, what's crazy is like, that's how life is in North Korea, but they're over there like going crazy, like building nukes and shit. So, you know, they have like the resources to feed people. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And then you hop Um, across the border to South Korea and they're, they're chilling over there. Yeah. That's wild. And then she she was saying, like, she had to go to the hospital to get, because she had to, like, get her appendix removed or whatever. And they don't have anesthesia or any painkillers, so she, like, went under the knife, like, with nothing. Oh, my um, God. And she was like, dude, there was, um, like, a bunch of dead people laying in the hospital. Like, in the hospital hallways, there's filled with dead people. She said the rats were eating the people's eyeballs, and then little kids were running around catching the rats and eating them because they are currently starving. 
And um, then, like, the kids would die because the rats were eating They're eating the rat, right. Jesus, um, dude. Yeah, dude. It, it's just brutal. Dude, why so then, is nobody going um, in there and, like, helping these people? Uh, yeah, that's, like, my conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I wanted to talk about, like, just, like, the people there and, like, their leader. So it was... Uh, at first, it was Kim Song-ju. He was, like, the first leader, right? And then it was right. his son was Kim Jong-il. So, th- like, they made it so that, like, Young May, she was saying, she was like, dude, she was like, the beginning of time, as all North Koreans know it, is with Kim Song-ju. Like, he's literally God. He created everything. And Kim Jong-il is literally Jesus. He came here to save us and, like, all this stuff and, like, bring us to heaven. Like, she's like, they literally took the Bible and just replace God with Kim Sung Joo and Jesus with Kim Jong Il. Um That's wild. And she was like she was like and like you know they tell you that like everybody's listening like they they can always hear you like the mice are listening and like those and you have to like basically do everything perfect um you have to have a there's like a painting or like a portrait of Kim Jong Il. Well, I guess maybe not him anymore because he died. But there was a painting of him in everybody's house, and they would come and do like random checks in the middle of the night. And if it was like too dusty, you'd get arrested. What the fuck? And dude? when you get arrested, you either get executed or you go to a prison camp. And the next three to eight, everyone in your family, and the next three to eight generations of your family all have to live their lives in prison camps or labor camps or concentration camps. Dude, it's real life, like, fucking Adolf Hitler over there right now. Nobody's It's worse, dude. It's way worse. It's way worse. That's wild, bro. I mean, I knew it was bad, but, I like, hearing those stories, dude, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. What? She was like, when Kim Jong-il died, like, if you weren't out mourning in the streets, like, oh, way over excessively, like, wailing and, like, fake crying and just, like, like, if as if you had gotten shot, like, if you weren't like that in the streets, like, you would get arrested. And then your whole That's family for three wild, to eight generations bro. is fucked. Like, every How? punishment is you're fucked, and then also three to eight generations, three at a minimum of your family are also... And it's not even, like, serious punishment. punishments, dude. Like, that's, like, excessive for, like, a serial killer, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you're just yeah. not dusting a painting off of this whack dude, like, every two hours, and you're gonna fucking either die or get put in a camp for it? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, she was like, dude, I read the Hunger Games, and I thought that that was what North Korea was like. She was like, we're just divided into different classes, and then it's like the super elites kind of just watch over us. That's literally what it is, dude, because there was like the group of elites in Hunger Games, like, making the whole thing. That's insane. Yeah. And dude, North Korea has allies, right? Huh? Like, aren't they- North Korea's, like, allies with China and and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, don't they have, like- So, actually- Actually, dude, my next bullet point here, dude, you're you're going right along along with me. Not um, even looking at the doc. China, China is uh, they like run the whole thing, dude. She was like, we wouldn't be able to survive without China, and that's what she kept saying, like the whole thing. And then at the end, she was like, no, no, like all the, everything that's in North Korea, all the land, is being leased to China. Like China has like the rights to all of the land. Like North Korea is just a front for China. That's insane, dude. Well, who, who, so China owns North Korea, but like, how did they get that land? Basically. They just, 
They were just they like they just lease it. Like they just signed some documents and they were like, and they basically just send them food and money. Not enough food. But it's what like China's technically. I think China leasing it is just like, oh, we got a bigger dick than you, and like no matter what you do, like this is our land. So if you fuck around, we're gonna come take it for real, for real. Damn. Yeah. China's fucked. Yeah. They just banned video games from like eighteen year olds and under for yeah. to like an hour. A and week. it's crazy, dude. We're we're so fucking scared of them, bro. Like the NBA was like, "Oh, we're so sorry." Like one of our players said something against China. Like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys are fucked." Um, <laughs> but they're like so sorry. Like, like literally suck it on their dirty ass toes. They walk around That's... barefoot, and then LeBron James goes and sucks their toes. That's fucking terrifying, bro. Oh my god. I didn't know it was that um, bad over there. So she gets out, right? Her sister um, tells her How to like, go meet this lady. How old was she when she escaped? Thirteen. Her sister okay. told her to go meet this lady. She went to go meet this lady. And she was like, I can get you and your mom out of here. So her and her mom escaped. Um, they get caught in China by sex traffickers. Um, her mom's like, no, just rape me. Don't rape her. They both get sold together, and again, the mom's like, nah, just rape me, don't rape her. And then they get sold separately, um, accessories sold separately, you know? Um, so they get sold separately, and the dude that bought Young May, she was like, he was like, oh, like, you're so beautiful, and she was still a virgin, so it's like, extra special. Um, and he was like, if you'll be my mistress, like, I won't, like, sell you and shit like that. Um, so one day he was like, she he like showed her his phone and was like they were scrolling scrolling through pictures because like she had never saw a phone before mm-hmm. so she was like oh like that's crazy um looking through pictures and she was like that's my mom and he was like what and she was like that lady in that picture is my mom and he was like oh i raped her like <laughs> um so then but and then he was like i know i remember who i sold her to so he bought her back and then eventually lost all his money gambling and was like i gotta let you guys go so her and her mom get into the webcam business and then um you know they're doing webcam titties and stuff and she's like this is this is fine because i don't have to get raped so i'll do this um and then they she meets like a christian missionary and they're like oh dude like if you um just learn like the christian faith and prove your faith to us like we'll get you to south korea like we'll help you get to south korea and And she's she's in china at this point yeah and she's like Alright, better than fucking China, where if I get called by the authorities, I'm getting sent back to North Korea, killed, and my family's fucked for the next three to eight generations, right? Right. Probably eight, because you escaped. Um, so, so then, she, like, learns all the Christian shit. She's like, dude, it was so easy. It was literally what I already knew from growing up in North Korea, and I just had to change the names to God and Jesus. Like, I knew, <laughs> yeah. already knew this shit. Um, so she's like, it was easy, like, I did it, whatever. Like, if you're gonna give me freedom, I'm gonna fucking learn a religion yeah i'll say i'll tell right. you i'm faithful like, right um it's funny the the lady was like well like you can come to south korea and be free and she was like oh like what's that like what does it mean to be free? like what's free i never heard of that and the lady's like well you can watch any channel on tv and you can wear jeans she's like what because like there's one channel on in north korea the government channel and then the government picks what you wear every day you don't wear jeans i don't know what you wear but you, you don't wear jeans apparently that's um, insane so then eventually they give her a compass and they kind of give her a vague idea of how to get there. That's it. That's all the help they gave her. It was yeah. her and seven others and then a baby. 
So they leave, they got to walk through the Gobi Desert, and they got to try to end up in uh, Mongolia. And they had to jump like eight fences to get there. And she said it was negative 40 degrees out. None of them had gloves. Her mom didn't have shoes. There was a baby. And they had to like keep passing the baby around to keep it up to keep its heart rate high enough so like, it didn't die because it was so cold. They get to Mongolia eventually. And they run into like some uh, soldiers. And they're like, oh, like we're going to send you guys to China. And they're going to get you back to North Korea. And they're like, no, no, no. And, like, they had, like, pills and razors to, like, slit their wrists, take the pills, and kill themselves because they didn't want to go back to North Korea. Um, and her and her mom, like, had them out, like, on the ready, were ready to go. And then after a while, the guards were like, oh, no, nah, like, we're just playing. Like, we're going to get you to South Korea. Nah, we're just kidding. You don't have to kill yourself. <clears throat> and she was like, I literally know girls that have done that same exact route as me. And, like, the officers, like, kept the joke going for too long, and they killed themselves, and, like, it was it was always a joke. And it was always That's just insane. a joke to those That's officers. That's probably, dude, and, like, think about it, because that probably lives. happens to them all the time, where they get people like that trying to escape, and they're like, oh, how yeah. can we get some Yeah, and they just fuck with them. That's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then she gets to South Korea, and she's like, it was cool, it was hard, like, I had to learn everything, right? Like, I didn't know anything. I had to learn everything. Like, I knew nothing. And I was like, she's like, every single person I saw was, like, a new teacher. Like, somebody said they had an apple, and I was like, oh, what's an apple? Right, like... Wow, dude. And she's what? She's How old grass. is she at this point? I think I think she said 15. Yeah. Damn, so she was doing yeah, webcam 15. shit at, like, 14 years old? Yeah. That's wild, bro. This dude was yeah. like, will you be my mistress even though you're only a child? Yeah. Fuck. Dude, she needs to she make a to movie Columbia. about her life, bro. I know. Yeah. I was actually thinking, dude, it would be the most fire fucking flames Netflix. Netflix, 10 like, episode docu-series. Right. Holy shit, dude. I, there's no way she doesn't get that. That that is one of the most incredible stories I've ever heard. And then, because like, me. dude, literally everything that I just told you, like all up through her like North Korea life, and then like getting to South Korea, that was literally like half of the episode of Joe Rogan. Wow. <laughs> I was and like, his, and his shits are like three hours long too. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm not even halfway through this bitch. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, um, but I mean. She went to Columbia, like, she's really smart. She, all she did was read. She was like, once I, like, I needed to learn about the world, I was so far behind, all I did was read. She said she, st when she got there, she was 15, and she started in, like, a seven-year-old, uh, like, grade like, class. Great, like, reading grade? Wow. Yeah, or just, like, an all-general, like, like, her just knowledge level. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. Um, that was where she started. Look at her now. Dude, there needs to be a movie or docu-series made about that, because I would watch it in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. She lives in she lives in America now. She does shit, dude. She's, like, she's so fed up with this country. She's with like, America? You know, it kind of sucks. Yeah, she's, like, it's going to shit, like, especially with, um, like, Twitter and YouTube, or, like, with their censorship. She's, like, dude, like, the censorship is fucked. Like, you need to let people, like have their ideas out there you can't just not let people talk and you can't just control what other people see yeah um, you need to let them see things freely um 
And she's like, dude, and they have taken her videos down off of YouTube about, like, her life in North Korea, but then there's, like, literally North Korean propaganda on YouTube. So it's like, huh? It's Dude, there's got to be something behind the scenes going on where there's a reason nobody's going into North Korea. Probably because China. It's yeah. China. Nobody wants and, to yeah, fuck with that China. Is a, yeah. And she's like, dude, she's like, I don't know, I don't understand why, like, nobody cares about us. Like, if this was any other country, like, people would be going in there. Literally. And it's so sad. She's like, dude, like, literally nobody gives a shit about us. Not like, even we're South over Korea. We're dying, where they're committing mass genocide over there, and nobody gives a shit. Right. Like, it's literally worse than Nazi Germany. Like, you're going to be hearing about this in textbooks, or the history class, a hundred years from now, and people are going to be like, wow, times were fucked back then. But, like, nobody about knows about yeah. it right now. Yeah. Damn. Scary shit, dude. That is scary shit. Um, but I think it's crazy that she is like, yeah, like I'm really scared of like where this country is going. Like when she's seen the North shit Korea that she's seen and she's yeah, that? you've lived yeah. in North Korea and you're scared of where this country is going. Yeah, like, that's scary. Right. Damn. Dude. Um. There was something else I wanted to say, and I just lost it. Is it on the documentation? Yeah, I think it might be. Nah, it wasn't in the doc. It was on that you said everything of it, so whatever, we're going to keep it moving. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a tough bit to follow. That was some deep shit, dude. I'm, like, angry yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So next week in golf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a couple more things to talk about before we uh, get on out of here. So if you guys want to pause now and come back later, if you want to let those thoughts just kind of like muddle in your mind. Do your thing. That's fine. I think we that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Well, lo- I love that. No problem. I love that. <laughs> I love in that when Skip is just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What do we got next? <laughs> it's about that time. It is about that time, baby. Um, so I wanted to kind of just talk about, like, Thoughts on the season, kind of some of our expectations. Um, and then I wanted to do, like, we'll, we'll go through game by game. We'll pick win-loss. Um, we each pick win-loss for every game of the season. We'll see how we're doing at the end of the season. We can okay. kind of give an update every week on how we're doing. All right. I'm game. Um, and then also at the end of that, we'll give, like, a, a final score prediction for this Sunday. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so, I don't know. I think I'm excited for this season. I think if if Jalen Hurts can be Jalen Hurts in it, and if uh, Nick Sirianni's system actually works, I think we surprise some people, and if we stay healthy. I was going to say that, dude. I think this is the first time, and I feel like in a while, where the injury bug hasn't been on my mind, like, at the beginning of the season. Like, I get we've had, we've been banged up a little bit in preseason, but, like, Moderately, everybody's healthy. I think we've got a good offense. 
Nick Sirianni does his thing and the system works. Like, I think we're going to be a sleeper team, dude. I think a lot of people are sleeping on the birds, which they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't be sleeping on the birds. Right. But I think we're going to surprise a lot of people if things start well, especially, and we have the talent capability for it. Like, we've got some studs Mm -hmm. on our team. We've got a good defensive line. Our offense is nice. We've got a solid player at pretty much every position. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of games that we win that people may have not expected us to win. That's my positive outlook on the season. Obviously, I won't yeah, be I surprised agree. if we shit the bed. But... Yeah, no, never. But slightly hopeful and like slightly hopeful. Hate being slightly hopeful. They do me it to too. me every season. They get me excited. They're gonna drop a dope hype video. I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> and then we start the season one and four. Mmm, ambitious. <laughs> Did you say indigenous? Indigenous, so <laughs> no, I think I said a bit that was a bit ambiguous. Ambiguous. <laughs> ambiguous uh, indeed. Alright, so let's get let's get into the schedule. So all, all right. right, actually, are the birds gonna make the playoffs? I say they do. Fuck it. Yeah? Do you think we're running think, the division or getting I a think, wild card? I think we sneak by with a wild card. I don't I think Me too. I think Washington <laughs> wins the division. I think yeah, we sneak same. in with a wild card. Yeah, same. Alright, so let's see. So we got week one at Atlanta. I tell you what, dude. I think we go to Atlanta and I think we get a dub. Me too. I'm very hopeful I for think a our win defense, this year, or this I week. think our defense is a little bit better than people think. And, like, I think Calvin Ridley's a stud, but I, Darius Slay's not a bum. Um, no. Like, I, I think we're good enough at corner this year. And, like, they're not going to be able Their O-line sucks. Like, they're not going to be able to do shit on the ground. Right. They don't have our a Our defensive back. line is nice. Um, I'm going with yeah. the dub. Johnny's got a I was dub. Go- I was going to say my score, that but means we're wait taking it out. <laughs> yep, when we're both on board with something, we're taking a fat out. Yeah. And then we got San Fran in week two, and I think that's super intriguing. I think that's like an even matchup. Yeah, um, it's that a home could go game. either way. Home game, that gives us that might give us a slight advantage. You know those, those fans out in Philly are going to be going crazy for the first home game. at the link. First home game, I know. Uh, full capacity. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'm taking a dub. Yeah, I'll take a dub on there. I need to. I need to just because I know that I'm not going to be taking a lot of dubs. <laughs> um, next week, we get... The week after that, we get Cowboys at home. Um, I, I think that the past, like, five years, us and the Cowboys have been, like, a very close of as Back far as, like, kind of talent split. and, like, skill level. Um, we tech, We historically... We split games where we each win in away matchups. So I'm, I'm going right. to take an L on this one. You're going to take one later on down the road. Right, we'll go to we'll go to Dallas and get a dub. All right, put me down for a dub this this week. All right, you got to start in three and zero. Three and zero. So then the Chiefs come to Philly. I'm going to take another. Give me L. an L. <laughs> uh, we don't have to discuss that. We're going to get waxed. No. So then we go on down to Carolina. The boys are in town. And Charlotte getting Liddy with the Panthers. The vibes are good. They're immaculate. We're doing pods. We're getting drinks. We're dancing. We're catching dubs, baby. Dub season. Yep. Um, I like the Panthers. I think I think they'll be a good team this year. I but, think the uh, Panthers are going to be sneaky good, but I think we win that game. All right. And then we get the Bucks on Thursday Night Football. Tom Brady and the Bucks. I'm giving us an L. Yeah, take an L on that one. Um... And then we go to Las Vegas, and we got 
The Raiders. Raiders. Um, I don't know. I, I could see us. I could us a dub. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say I could see us losing this game just because it's me the team too. we play yeah, down me too. to. But me too. You want to put us down for a dub? I'll never say no for a, a bird's dub. And then we go to the Lions, and we better fucking win that game. So yeah, if we lose that game, I'm going to be very upset. And then we have versus Chargers. And I need that one. I don't think we're going to win that one. Like, I think the Chargers are a better team than us. Yeah, me too. But I need that one. Personally? Yeah. That's a game, if we win that game, we're at a point in the season where, you know, we have a good amount of wins under our belt and we win that game. That's where I'm going to be like, okay, the Birds are a good, solid playoff team. Like, let's keep playing, let's keep winning. Yeah. But I could also see That boy Dylan Mayo's always got something to say about the Birds being shitty. Every single time something happens to a Birds player or one of them gets picked up or something in fantasy, he's always got something to say about the Birds being super diaper. So let's win that game. And We've got to get a dub, and I'm going to make that boy deep throat my whole cock. <laughs> What's up, bro? Are you taking a dub? Yeah, I'm taking a dub. And then we're going at Broncos. That's tough for me because I think we win, but I think it could be a trap game as well. I'm going to take an uh, taking an L. You're taking an L? Yeah. I feel like we got to beat the Broncos, especially if we come off a week where we beat the Chargers, dude. Give me a dub. All right. Versus Saints, this one I think can go either way. Um, I'm going to give us an L. Yeah, I'll take an L on that one. And then we're at Giants, dub. Fuck dub. the Giants. <laughs> Not even thinking about that. Nah. The, the following week, get on the bus back to Jersey at the New York Jets. Taking a dub Yo, there, Yeah, dookie. give me a fat dub there. The next jets. week is versus, versus Washington. It's a home game. Um, I think we lose that game. Yeah, let's take an L there. We, we play the we play the, the Jets same. the week before, the Giants before that, yeah. dude. And I think Washington and then after is far that, better than both Then we're teams. home against the Giants. Give me a dub. Yeah, yeah, home against the Giants, dub. And then we're at Washington. Dub, because we got to split. Dub, with I'll split. Yes, but we got to split with them. Um. And then I totally lied. We play Cowboys away in Week Three because we get them at home, final game of the season. But since I split the earlier one, I'm taking a dub. You take the dub. Give me the L. I think we win the first game. Okay. I think we take. I think we lose the second one. I think you. I think you're right. Um. I'm going to do the same, because it's all going to end up the same. All right, let's see. Let's let's add these bad boys up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I got us at 11 wins. 17-game season, that's 11 and 6. Okay. And you got us at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So you're at 12 and 5. You know what? Fuck it, dude. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's not bad at all. It's definitely, like, high. I don't think anybody's got to take that It's definitely high. Wins. I don't think anybody expects the birds to get over 8 wins this year. No. Nah. But I think it's possible. I think it's very possible. Yeah. 
final score predictions for week for one, this the week? inaugural week of the, the pilot of the 2021 NFL football season. I'm going uh, 24-14. Birds. Okay. I'm going to say... Twenty-seven to twenty twenty. Twenty-seven twenty birds. Win by a tutty. Yeah, I wanted to say twenty-seven twenty-one or twenty-seven twenty-four, but yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with twenty-seven twenty. That sounds good. All right. Um. All right, Rick and Morty season finale. Honestly, I don't uh, remember what happened. I think it's. I haven't watched it again. I probably will watch it again tonight after the Yanks game, but I remember being in the moment, dude. And so Clay and I were talking about it the other day. Um, you know that scene where it's in the second episode, the very last episode, the true finale, where Rick has that thing and Morty's like bitching about him about not being trusted, and he's like, oh, fine, you want to know my crybaby backstory? Here you go, and just like shoves it in his neck. And it goes into that whole like just lore of like Rick before the show and like his whole life and stuff that was yeah i think the single greatest scene of rick and morty ever dude like that is so much lore that so? all the fans have been wanting for so long and know it like they just want to know more about it and they've just been pushing we off, got pushing the, rick for five so- the rick backstory dude we got the we rick got- backstory we got evil morty again too and we got the whole story on that too like that's been a whole continuous yeah. story throughout all rick and morty and like yeah I thought his plan would have been more evil, like, more so, like, getting back at Rick and trying to take the Citadel over and, like, become, like, the Morty will become the Rick. But he was just yeah. like, nah, I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm so sick of Rick shit, I just want to get out and, like, not be controlled by him. And I think that's, like, the most Morty move, so I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And I thought the visuals were really fucking appearance? cool. Yeah. And the next like, season? Who, Evil Morty? Yeah. Maybe not in the next season, but I could see them using him again in some way. I think it's... In the future? Do you remember at the end, the Mr. Poopy Butthole end scene, where he was like, I wonder if I have an evil version of me? Remember when he said that? No, I was gone. <laughs> well, he said that, and there is an evil version of Mr. Poopy nice. Butthole in the Story Train episode. Remember at the end, where he's like, don't you want to see how your story uh, ends, yeah, Rick? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, all of them lined up, and there was an evil Mr. Poopy Butthole in that, so... I think they could be playing like some sort of side story with that. We still have the space the space Beth story where he cloned Beth and like she went off into space, yep. so I think she could come back. Yep. Bird person's back. I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah, me too. It's we'll gonna see. be good. Um, we'll get back to you guys in three years on that next season. <laughs> yeah, that ass. We're gonna be we're gonna be rich and famous by then, so Still going to be watching Rick and Morty, though. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch Rick and Morty until the day I die or it's over. And then I'll watch reruns. Right. I already do watch be watching reruns. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty, thanks for another great season. Never disappoints. See you next time, folks. Yep. Um. All right, let's hit this uh, random roommate's draft. All right, baby. The random roommate's draft. That's our drop. <laughs> Alright, um, so 
we hosted the, I guess we didn't host, but we had the first annual Random Roommates Fantasy Football League draft, 12-team league, PPR. PPR. Quarterback, no kicker, two quarterbacks, no two wide receiver, tight end. Two flex, no kicker, no defense. It's kind of tight, you know. Um, so we had the fourth pick. Um, we got Derrick Henry in the first round. Can't be upset with that. Always happy Never. there. Um, nothing really too crazy. Saquon dropped to 112. That's kind of crazy. Um, and then we went Justin Jefferson with our second pick. And we spent a lot of time debating this one. Um, cause we kind of wanted Waller, kind of wanted Jefferson. And we thought, well, if we take Waller, right, we could get a stud. Like Allen Robinson, Emery took Robinson after us. So we could have had him there. Like, I would have been fine with that. But yeah. I'm glad that we went Jefferson, and I'm so glad that Walter fell to us. And just, like, knowing the people in that league, I knew he would. Or the people that had the picks, like, in front of us, I knew he would fall to us. So taking Jefferson there was, was smart. I'm glad we made that pick. Emery was pissed that we took Walter. He texted me about it. Really? Yeah. What happened, fuck him? Um, in the fourth, at 4-9, we got Gus Edwards as our RB2, solid. Start of the fifth, we got DJ Moore, solid. Solid. Back of the ninth, Jerry Judy, solid. Solid. 7-4, Justin Herbert, bro. Beautiful. Dude, and we we were just trying to decide um, when we wanted to go quarterback, and I think we... Literally the perfect time. We took him at the perfect time because the yeah. levels yeah. of quarterback kind of fell off after that round. And I was yeah, like, big time. I was like, dude, people are gonna take quarterbacks like this round, and we have chance at getting a stud. And I think three or four quarterbacks went after we made that pick. So yeah, it was Herbert, and then right after that was Brady, Justin Fields, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. And then back of the ninth, we got Lavisca. We'll see. Honestly, I think he's a good talent, but you never know. Could be a little brand sleeper. Brand new offense, brand new quarterback. Like, right. You never know. James Conner as our running back three. I love that. Curtis Samuel in the back of the 10th. Beautiful. The groin worries me, but whatever. Jamal Williams in the 11th. Jacoby Myers, Gabe Davis. Finish it up with Quez Watkins. Quez could be a nice we little sleeper, dude. A squad. We do have ourselves a squad. That might be the best squad that I have this year. Probably, I, don't know. I, I do like my Orchids team, though, but. Let's look at these other teams. Your sister and her boyfriend, they picked four tight ends. That was tough. I think they're on auto draft for a while, too. Who's the biggest threat, you think, team-wise? Um... I like Emery for the most part. Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Brandon Ayuk, Raheem Mostert, Brady. But then he goes Brandon Cooks, and then Trey Lance, which I don't like, and then A.J. Dillon, which I guess, like, he's got Aaron Jones, so I guess that's good. And then Marquez Callaway, and then Janu. I don't love it. Um, Guess we just have a stacked fucking squad. Our team or no team, baby. Lex has an okay team, but it's not great. 
Uh, Bango Bagani, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Edmonds, Mark Andrews, Daryl Henderson, Mike Davis. So, like, you're good at running back, and you went stud wide out to begin with. Yeah, Got Mark Andrews. back stud. DJ Chark, Matt Stafford, Jarvis, David Johnson, Michael Gallup, Jared Cook, Jalen Rager, Boston Scott. Two Eagles at the end. I think that's silly. Silly Waldo's, fucking goose. I hate Waldo's team because he took Kyle Pitts in the fourth. Yeah, he fucked up. And I think his wide receivers are like okay at best. Yeah, we should um, do like a weekly update. Oh, Bango Bagani. He doesn't have Chase Edmonds as his RB1. He's got Clyde Edwards Hilaire. It just says C. Oh. Edwards. That's all I said. Thought it said okay. C. Edmonds. Clay has Eckler, Calvin Ridley, C.D. Lamb. That's beautiful. Tyler Lockett. That's beautiful. Deontay Johnson. That's beautiful. Chase Edmonds as his RB2. Like, bro, that's a good squad. Dak Prescott, yeah. Antonio Brown, Robert Tunyon in the ninth, Michael Pittman, Marvin Jones. That Robert Tunyon pick was nice. Yeah. Michael Carter, Tony Pollard, James White to finish it up. I, uh, I just roster-baited to Clay squad from this. From roster-baited. <laughs> Shit was nice. <laughs> that was funny. But, yeah, expect um, weekly we updates on the league. In here, dude. Yeah, definitely going to be doing weekly updates here and with our Orchids. Um... Those are like the two that we care about the most. Right. Anything else that seems relevant. I'm in too many leaks. Update on all of them. Everybody, people are getting yeah, tired facts. of that shit. Facts. Um, and then I was thinking you want to talk a little Bucks cowboys and then we'll get out of here? Yeah, first game of the season. Tomorrow? Yeah. Tomorrow night? Um, I'm thinking about getting into DFS, which is like that daily fantasy. Yeah. I think it's called daily fantasy shit. That's what it is. Um, And, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've been like thinking about who to play. I think I want to do uh, Antonio Brown. I think he's gonna pop. Um, so I think start Antonio Brown. Maybe at my captain spot because the captain costs one and a half more. But so he gets salaries one and a half expensive. points, right? You get one and a half as many points. So I'm thinking Antonio Brown's a little bit cheaper. So if I captain him, it, it won't be as big of a hit to my salary as captaining Tom Brady. But I'll still get whole if he goes off and gets. If he goes off, you'll still get hell. Yeah, you'll be set. Yeah, dude, that's smart. Um, so I'm thinking A B, Tom Brady. I kind of like Rojo too. I'll probably probably start him, and then maybe like Chris Godwin or Mike Evans, and then C D Lamb. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at if I can afford it. Maybe go Amari over Mike Evans or one or one of the. Box receivers? Yeah, I was considering it, but Amari's always dookie in the away games. Yeah, that's true. Who knows, though? And is Dak healthy? Like... Good question. I feel like he's, he's had some playing Yeah, oh, I saw, yeah, I saw Stephen A going off about that. Yeah, he's on the COVID list. He's not playing. Oh, it should be a good game. I think non-fantasy-wise, Buccaneers probably win that game easily. Yeah, um, probably. I'm just excited like to watch football. Eight point favorite right football. now. Yeah, I know. Let's fucking go, baby! By this time next week, dude, we're gonna have a whole week of NFL love, football. Love to see them boys taking out. Yeah. Oh, all, all, every time. Every single time. Um. So also, we're gonna be. I know we were recording these Johns on Mondays, except they were 12 episodes in, so like the rhythm ain't even really down like that. We've only done like half on Mondays, but yeah, we're gonna try to start recording these pretty steadily on Tuesdays. Get the whole week under us, and then we'll have like a whole we'll week be preview. Out of here. Right? Weezy out of here. Weezy out of here.
That should be our closing. That's how we should we should hit that drop and then cring, we sit out here and slide off. Yeah. All right. I can get with it. Yeah. Fire. Turn hey, it sir. Put it in the soundboard. <laughs> you heard us, Lex. Uh, I'll probably put it in the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, you you're gonna be the one putting it in the soundboard. Let's see. Where am I drafting? I have a draft at eight o'clock, and we get our. It gets randomized at uh, seven thirty. Oh baby, is it on sleeper? Tenth, tenth. All no, right, you have Yahoo. to turn. You have to turn. Yeah, Mayo did one last night on Yahoo when we were gaming. Yeah, I, I, I hate Yahoo, dude. I think it's Dookie. I think it's Yahoo. I think it's Dookie, and uh, we play with a kicker. Um, Trash. I'm probably gonna bail on this league next year. Honestly, I have I just have a bunch of other leagues, and like I'll stay. Like it's my boy Owen, my boy Brad, my boy Kyle, like a few other dudes that I kind of know, but I, like, I, don't, I don't really fuck with. And like the league isn't super active. Like some people, are like oh, I don't want to trade at all. Like it kind of gets old. I always no finish in like league. the top half, but like I'm just like uh like I don't really want to spend my time and energy on this other league that I don't really care about. That's not on sleeper. Or my money. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, I just don't pay attention to it as much. Like, I have right. two leagues not on sleeper. And they're both on Yahoo, which is good because they're both in one spot. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm j- I spend most of my time on sleeper and just flipping right. through my teams. Um, and they're all they're all together. Yeah, I don't have a single league that's not on sleeper. Sleeper is the shit, dude. Like, yeah. switching to sleeper Lex was, was telling the best me thing she we could have yeah, I, I can't wait for her to listen to this because Lex was telling me, she was like, I know, like, what I'm doing, I just don't know how to do it on Sleeper. Like, she was like, I've done it f- fantasy football on Yahoo, and I'm like, she's like, this and is just, just like, a lot. That just comes with time, and, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it is a lot. Like, it's it's more information, it's way more customizable, there's, like, more to do, Um, it's better, like, everything about it is just better. Um, right. Once you have a year of Sleeper under your belt, you're never going to want to go back to anything else. Nope. Nope. Except all my boys from home hated it. That were like used to Yahoo and ESPN. They're like, this shit sucks. And then they're just like, once they get a thought in their head, that's their thought, and good luck fucking changing their mind. So right. they were all were like, yeah, I don't want to do this fucking sleeper shit. It's so far ahead of. It's so far ahead of everything else, dude. Like it's insane. Yeah, and like it's still really early, so there are like some bugs. Like it doesn't update scores as fast always. Um, but they've been, like, improving every single year, and every single right. year they get better. It's better, um, right. They get, like, not only does, like, their timing and, like, how quick they get, like, your scores updated get better, but, like, just them in general. Like, they get more feature, more features, like, more shit to do, more, like, analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, the news is so fucking rapid, though. I have Adam Schefter's tweets notifications turned on, and I get a, a Schefter tweet, and a minute later, I get a... It's sleeper on sleeper. That's literally just Schefter's tweet and notification and quotation. <laughs> yeah. Here's what Schefter said. I already know. Yep. You already know. Yep. Sometimes there's Man. little gems in there that I don't see though. Yeah. I like how on Austin sleeper it gives you a notification oh. update and then like people like like the live chat is under it. Like have you ever done that? Where you mm-hmm. click on a thing and like people are like, oh, talking yeah, about yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah, people like comment on it and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool too. Um, Austin Eckler officially did not practice with a hamstring issue. Thank you, Austin Eckler. 
Or, I mean, thank you, sleeper. Oh, is that what that I was? I, I just saw it pop up on my phone, too, and I was like, ah, I'll yeah. do it later. Yeah. Well. Alright, bro, I gotta go dick on some kids in a draft. I was gonna say, you wanna wrap this up so you can go draft a fucking championship squad? Hey, I'm gonna try, man. Probably right. last year in this league, might as well end it on a bang, right? Take right. your money Best and of run. luck. Best of luck from everybody over here in the skirt bag household. Grouchy, grouchy. And to all the roomies, we'll see you see you next week. Be easy. Yes, sir. Be easy. Go birds. Go birds, baby. Go birds. Weezy out here. Weezy out here. <laughs>